0: Welcome back to another Eat Speed Podcast. I'm Bud Kennedy.
1: I'm Robert Philpot.
0: And Steve Wilson. This is the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex, everybody. So uh, well we have uh, we we're going back to West Seventh. We talk about West Seventh constantly, the ebb and flow of businesses on West Seventh and Fort Worth. It's an area that uh, we first built up about eight years ago, a new shopping center that was then called West Seventh. It's now called Crockett Row, the, the remake of Montgomery Plaza. Uh, brought Glorias, brought uh, brought. Uh, I think there's four Starbucks in the area now, but you know, brought uh, more restaurants to the area. And then So Seven was before that. There were so many restaurants that have come and gone out of So Seven. So we have some new, we have a closing and some new openings in in uh, the West Seventh coming up. And Robert, what do we think about the closing?
1: And and in all the developments you mentioned, you didn't mention Left Bank, Left which Bank. is one of the uh, confusingly named resta- uh new developments that. You always have to say something like, Left Bank, it's the one with the Tom Thumb on West 7th, or, or uh, West Bend, it's the one where there used to be a Tom Thumb.
0: <laughs> That's right. This is You have to know your banks and bends in Fort Worth because we have Left Bank, West Bend, Waterside, the River District, there's another Clear one. Fort. Clear Fork. Clear Fork. That's right. Fort. You have to know your forks, banks, and bends. Yeah. So this is Left Bank, and it is... Across West 7th from Trinity Park. So
1: in Left Bank, uh, Medici, the Neapolitan Pizza Company, um, closed um, this weekend, I believe. And um, uh, I've seen a lot of uh, stuff on social media about, you know, um, problems not just with uh, the restaurant but with traffic on…
0: Exactly. There's
1: a debate. There's a debate on how to pronounce Medici or Medici, but I believe uh, this is Medici. So
0: okay, well, sh- okay, get out of here. Okay, all right, yeah. let Robert talk.
1: We, we've we've got the uh, you know Siri interrupting our podcast. That's here.
0: right. Could Siri find Medici? Is yeah. that one of the problems? So uh, well,
1: there's talking about how there's too much traffic on West Seventh and how it's hard to park on West Seventh. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now we have a soundtrack okay the, we, we, that was one of the nice things about medici it was a beautiful restaurant with music and this big olive tree in the middle it was a and, had a park, and, there, and
1: parking wasn't an issue there um, but it started as this sort of confusing fast casual type of pizza place where you you walked in the entrance and you were actually walking into the end of the line of the ingredients then you sort of had to walk over to the uh, Um, The register, do your order. Um, And then things would come out like the first time we came, we ordered a pizza and a salad and the pizza came out before the salad instead of the other way around. We were hearing stories about people getting their, um, even their dessert. Um, Before their entrees
2: well, salads, I know in Europe, you you get those at the end instead of the beginning I was very
0: happy to get my ice cream before my pizza and it was very good ice cream.
2: So um,
1: they eventually went to uh, table service and I Personally I had heard some stories about um, service problems there I went there with my wife a couple of weeks ago. We had I have to say an excellent server Um, The pizza is a Neapolitan-style pizza, if you're familiar with that from uh, Cane Rosso. Um, It's a little soggy in the middle, not everybody likes that, and it's got a sort of a, not, it's a brown crust. And uh, we didn't think the pizza had quite achieved what it was trying to achieve. Um, It it was not something that we would walk away from, but when you have Cane Rosso and then you have Fireside Pies, not Neapolitan, but a very good thin thin crust pizza pizza place. It you know it was not something that was going to be at the top of our pizza list. Yeah,
0: I think that was the real. I mean, I know that that um, Michael Crane, the the franchisee, tried very hard with this restaurant. He had some real ups and downs. You know, they, he had a lot of problems with hiring. There was a manager who left right before it opened. There was some real um, there was some real upheaval. But but in the end, one of the problems was that they couldn't get the pizza quite right. Right, right. And, and if people wanted it to be as good as conoroso but on the west side without a line and it wasn't as good as conoroso there was some i think there was some problem with the temperature that that, that kept it from cooking just right
1: yeah and uh and he, he did try very hard he had uh, like chef's nights where he would bring in local um chefs like on uh, wednesday night i believe do uh events where they they would cook up their own stuff uh, so you know he was he was definitely addressing the problems there and and you know one of the other problems is it's by uh an apartment complex that's really not at capacity yet but there but there are also other places there like Hopdotty. Hopdotty
0: hop, Dottie. hop Dottie yeah. is open and doing fairly well and snooze when it opens the breakfast place will do blockbuster business like it has everywhere else
1: yeah i expect snooze which is uh snooze and am eatery i believe we had an October 24th opening date on that. Is that correct?
0: I think that's right. And uh, it's, and there's Chewy's right across the street, yeah. which also occupies a lot of that parking. A lot of people parked in the shopping center, and walked over to Chewy's.
1: Right. And um, the, you know, and there's also near uh, on the same strip as uh, Medici. There's a, there's 85 C as in Celsius um, bakery, bakery mm-hmm. which has some really good unusual baked goods. And um, they have, it's called 85C because they believe 85 Celsius is the is the ideal temperature to brew coffee, and they have some good coffee drinks there, too. And there's also uh, Creamistry, which is a liquid nitrogen uh, ice cream place.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of nice places there, and and the and it will be a good new location for someone.
1: So, um, at, you know, the, the location has potential. Along the same area across the street where Bud mentioned Chewy's, uh, Max's Wine Dive recently closed. I, I feel like max's was just having trouble chain wide because they closed the dallas location last year they're still um they still have they're based in houston and still have uh, locations in houston austin and san antonio and
0: the coffee bar there closed mudsmith mudsmith closed in like, what used to be the love shack yeah
1: I, I just felt like mudsmith never really got an identity there right um but zero degrees we i've been trying to find an opening date on this it looks very close um it's a how would you describe zero degrees but it's sort of hard to describe
0: it's uh it's oh my gosh it, it's uh, fusion junk food and frozen drinks it's it's the the uh, restaurant of 19 year olds dreams it's uh, you know it, it is i mean it has lines out the door in arlington at both locations and it's uh it's bright it's colorful it's uh, I mean, gosh, it's, it's uh, what do they have? Like a Cheeto Margarita or something? They, well,
1: they, they may have a Cheeto. They have a definitely have a lotes with hot Cheetos. Yeah. There's your fusion right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they also have things like uh, ube milkshakes and some uh, unusual milkshakes. And they even and have a. They even have a way where you can. Um,
0: Home of the Mangonada, by the
1: way. Yeah, and they have a uh, they have like a split drink where it's in. It's got like a. It almost looks like a yin yang symbol at the top, and you can have a one drink in one side of your cup and one drink in the other side of your cup, so in case you're and, indecisive and, like me.
2: And where's this opening up at?
0: It's in So7.
1: It's in So7. It's, so it's next to Fort Worth Running Company, across from where Max's used to be. Okay, yeah. so we have mm-hmm.
0: two big uh, restaurants, Zero Degrees and Snooze. Dotty's already there, and Chewy's is already there, so they're all going to draw a lot of people and, and suck up a lot of parking in that area.
1: So well. since, especially Bud, since you live... Up the hill. In that area of Fort Worth. And people talk a lot about the traffic on West 7th, and I, it is a pretty traffic-ridden stretch, but I don't find it to be prohibitive, at least when I go to restaurants there, and I don't know how much traffic factors into a place like... Uh, well, into these two closing into the Medici or into Max's closing. I don't
0: think it factors into that at all. Now we're, you know, we're kind of crossing over into Gordon Dixon's honking mad territory here. <laughs> we should talk with him. But I mean, I don't use Seventh anymore to get from downtown to the west side. I always use Lancaster. Uh, I've found lately that even if you're going from Seventh and Summit to Seventh um, and Curry. You know, even if you're going what you think is the easy way across the bridge, it's much easier to go down to Lancaster, cross and come back because you have congestion and you have the railroad. The railroad is a perpetual problem. The, the, the railroad crossing on West 7th blocks traffic for 20 minutes, two or three times. A day. I
1: was stuck there once for one of those long you know, things. I just, and I, I was fortunate because I was right up against the barricades and I couldn't do anything. But yeah. the guy behind me moved and I was able to back up and
0: escape. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you Speaking turn and go
0: to seventh. So yeah, never, never take seventh to get anywhere in a hurry. Take Lancaster.
1: Well, we went to uh, Steve and I checked out Bourbon Street Oyster Bar, which is scheduled to open October nineteenth in mm-hmm. Montgomery Plaza, and um, I left downtown and took Seventh Street to go uh, to um, Bourbon Street, and this was at six o'clock at night, and I was actually early. It was a little, um, you know, probably about five forty-five, six o'clock. And I was like, I'm crazy trying to take 7th Street here, but it, I didn't have, really have a problem getting there from downtown to Montgomery Plaza. Bourbon Street is um, basically it's what it sounds like. It's an oyster mm-hmm. bar with a big uh, New Orleans um, influence on it. It is the sister restaurant of um, Barrel and Bones, which opened last month in a space in Montgomery Plaza that has been home to eight restaurants that have yeah, come and it's gone
2: like the cursed uh, location
0: now let me ask you steve because i haven't been there did they ha- is there a shared bar in the middle or did they completely divide the two spaces
2: they completely divided into two spaces but they have a shared kitchen
0: and a shared yeah. restroom.
2: so <laughs> so, it, so
0: it's so uh, it's it's a barbecue on one side and the barrel is whiskey so it's whiskey and barbecue on one side and cajun food and hurricanes on the other yeah. side yes
2: yeah. yes i had a hurricane when i was there yeah okay. i had a
1: drink that is special to the place called the purple decatur and uh I, I need to 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 re talk to this guy to the bartender who told me about this. But apparently, it's a it's purple, but there's an LSU influence in the purple as well as a TCU influence. Like his wife went to TCU, but it, but it's modeled after one of his favorite drinks in um, in New Orleans. Um, I tend to like sweet drinks. Um, what I I actually kind of chased Steve off of this one. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm not a real sweet person, so. <laughs> Um, oh, Steve! <laughs> I don't know about that. My,
1: no. I'm not a big oyster eater, but my favorite uh, thing that they served at a media preview was the charbroiled oyster. Uh, I the think charbroiled oyster is a great thing. Yeah, I think it. Um, I, I think there's a lot more uniqueness if you can qualify uniqueness to Barrel and Bones, which has this eclectic barbecue menu where you have the Texas influence, the Carolina influence, the St. Louis influence. And even and, Alabama influence with their weird mayonnaise-based sauce, um, and the whiskey, and and they have a uh, huge whiskey program. There's more than a hundred whiskeys on their on their. Whereas,
0: what what whereas, signature does Bourbon Street have? A bourbon,
1: oysters and hurricanes. Yeah, uh, and, okay. but you know, and, and you know, shrimp at Tiffays and fried catfish. It's uh, you know, it's a nice hangout place. I feel like it's going to have to, to uh, you know, really survive on its bar business. The food is good enough, but you can get it elsewhere.
0: So those are the 8th and ninth restaurants in that space? No, it's
1: no. ninth and
2: 10th.
0: Ninth and 10th restaurants yeah. in that space that was we think of as Max Steaks or whatever. But it's the back space on the 6th Street side of Montgomery Plaza facing the bank and the and Chick-fil- Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I've always wondered how—we've we, heard all sorts of stories, but I've always wondered, it's like, Go to this restaurant we actually when bite city grill was there a um, mom walked in with her kids took a look at the menu this is a, a thai restaurant took a look at the menu couldn't find anything with her kids and i'm pretty sure she just walked over to chick-fil-a now, she didn't because it was a sunday
0: do you think this one has a better chance
1: the factors are really you know we that heard, wasn't a yes yeah so i i think it, these guys i want to say these guys know what they were doing you know it seemed like they know what they're doing And they have locations of these restaurants elsewhere. In the colony. But um, there have been other people there who I thought knew what they were doing and have not succeeded in that space.
0: That space really suffers from being on the backside of the shopping center and some from night traffic and parking because at night, the West 7th area gets very congested.
1: Right. And uh, the the barrel, uh, I I think it's going to be – I think Bourbon Street is going to have to – Uh, kind of ride the coattails of its older brother, uh, uh, Barrel and Bones. Um, And one of the weirder things about the space is because it's a divided space from what used to be a big restaurant space is to go to the restroom at Bourbon Street, you have to go into Barrel and Bones because the restroom is on the Barrel and Bones side. But they have a door toggling between the two restaurants. You do walk by the bar at Barrel and Bones and get to see the impressive whiskey lineup. And uh, when we did this media uh, preview on Thursday night, it seemed like everybody who was in Barrel and Bones was sitting at the bar. Now, they have told us they've had really good Friday and Saturday night business, so curious how this is going to go. It's that space because Gloria's has been there since Gloria's the beginning, right. and Boomer Jack's has yeah. been there since the beginning. Um, there's something weird about that space. We
0: have already spent more time talking about it than most people have spent (laughs) in any of the eight restaurants that were here
2: before. Yeah, the parking's a little weird there because you have the bank right next to it, so you can't really park at the bank. Right, you have to park around
0: on the Carroll Street side. Right, so
2: so it's a little, that's a little uh, annoying, but other than that.
0: Well, those are uh, two newcomers, but there are other new restaurants coming, particularly in Crockett Row, so instead of dwelling on closings and struggling spaces, what are the other bright spots?
1: So we have a Pep Cow thai restaurant pak pau pak pau pak pau
0: don't have my notes in front of me pak pau was chef eddie's original restaurant this is kind of full circle chef eddie was at pak pau in dallas then chef eddie came over here and opened bite city and bite which was then crockett row that's gone but now pak pau is coming from dallas to move into Crockett Row.
1: And then El Bolero, which is uh, Cucina which Mexicana. Is, so which is Mexican which restaurant. the founding
0: chef there was the former chef at Hacienda San Miguel in Crockett Row.
1: And these are going into the former, um, I'm blanking. Tillman's. Tillman's. Tillman's Roadhouse. I still miss Tillman's in Fort Worth. We, we will still go to the one in Tillman's Dallas. Tillman's
0: and the uh, Rafael. Rafael Brazilian yep. Steakhouse. So spaces. they're going right there in the middle of Crockett Row. I noticed the big change in Crockett Row lately. And we're talking about the shops and restaurants along Crockett where the movie theater is, where Social House is, and where Cork and Pig is. The big change now is those are all metered parking spaces there, so people can't come in and park. Like, employees that are working a a full shift can't come in and take up all the parking anymore. Um, That's all metered, and I think that's Mm -hmm. a good move for those restaurants and for the food hall. And of course the other big change. The one-way streets. The (laughs) one-way streets. And you have to know which way you're going. You go north on Norwood and south on Foch, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, just, you know, go over and look and try hard. To get I've ride, seen
2: so. people driving the wrong way in Foch yeah. a lot.
0: Just remember, north on Norwood, south on Foch. That's, that, that's kind of the way. It, uh, just stick to Curry and you're okay. Stick to the street Fred's is on. That go, That goes. When, when people
1: talk about traffic and, and parking problems on West 7th, it's that, that area, the, the Crockett Row, uh, and everything that's surrounding it area where I, I see parking problems. And I the parking sit, problems are late at night. Yeah. They're
0: 10, 11 on Wednesday, on weekend night.
1: Yeah, and I, I've, I've gone there Friday nights, not that late, but I've, I've been able to park. There, there are weird psychologies to it. Sometimes I, I was, like, you'd go to Rodeo Goat, and for some reason anybody who couldn't find a parking space there went east, and you'd easily find one a block right. west. Right, right. Um, so, but then, I, I haven't messed with it at night since they went to the one-way streets a couple yeah, of weeks I, ago. I park
0: on 7th all the time, right on 7th Street, or I park... On six behind In and Out and walk over. I mean, it, it, it's the, the mentality of the, the fear of getting towed out of the Crockett Row Park. The one thing you don't want to do is go in the Crockett Row parking garage if you're not going to the shops in Crockett Row. Pay attention to who owns that garage, only those restaurant uh, patrons park there. You know, don't go in the park Crockett Gar- Road garage, garage and go to Fred's or
2: something else. Yeah, you just walk a little bit away, and uh, they have people watching, and they go, hey, they walk that way. We're towing yeah. their car. Yeah, when, yeah. when
1: Steel City Pops opened, which seems like it's part of the Crockett
0: Road
2: Center not.
1: because it's right outside the garage. Right. Uh, my wife and I had gone to I, uh, Fireside Pies. I think it was still 13 Pies at the time. And as we were walking to Steel City Pops, we were stopped by uh, a parking attendant, security guard, whatever. And, and, you know, and she said, and I, I said, well, we we're Crockett Road customers. It was still West 7th at the time. Mm-hmm. And you know, we just went to a restaurant, showed her the receipt, and she sort of doubtfully let us do this. But I don't think they would let you do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, this is just making me think of the other side of West 7th, the other side of the university where you still have – Old Fort Worth. You still have Michaels. You still have Milano's. You have a, you have some newer stuff like uh, World of Beer.
0: You have Paris Seven. You
1: have uh, Lanny's Place. Have Righteous food. Righteous, Righteous food. Yeah. Paris
0: Seven. You know, there's so many nice little places, and they've actually put up more parking signs over there because the uh, medical school students, the medical school's growing, and the students there. Take up the garage now, and so mm-hmm. they're, they're managing parking a little more closely. But those places are a lot easier to get in and out of.
1: Yeah, and uh, Blue Sushi is another place I didn't mention, and Eddie right. uh, V's. So right. there's there's a, there's a good there's a good portion of West Seventh that people don't think of as West Seventh.
0: Right. The the uh, up the hill from the cultural district, you have mm-hmm. uh, you have several more restaurants up there that are good to visit. And Righteous Foods is pretty quiet at night. And Lani does some dinner specials. Has a great patio, and you know, Righteous Foods is a great. Quiet, calm place to hang out and get away from the Crockett Row crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now you talked about Paco and El Bolero, but also OMG Tacos is opening, and that's on Martin or Bledsoe. It's on. I believe it's, uh, on, Bledsoe. it's on Bledsoe. It's on Bledsoe. It's on one of the streets up there uh, between University and Norwood. Yeah, it's next to Ampersand. Right? And that's going to open. Yes, it's yeah. next to Ampersand and Henna Thai. Zena. Zenna tie. Yeah. Henna or Zena? Mm-hmm. I knew a Henna yeah. Thai. The uh, <laughs> and, and but OMG uh, Tacos will be opening. Um, I mean, that should be open any day. That, that's open within the next couple of weeks up there. So, And that's they didn't open in time for National Taco Day, but they should be able to do that. We need to wrap up with any other news of the week, uh, and I'll bring this. It's a Greek food fest this weekend in uh, you know, The nice thing about the Fort Worth and Eulis Greek food festivals is they're not really some big commercial extravaganza. The, you know, the ladies of the church bake baklava and, and uh, they, you know, they they're there with the euros. They're there with the spanakopita, and the Mid Cities Greek, Greek food festival has added a lamb chop dinner this year, along with the Greek chicken dinner. And so it's a Friday and Saturday lunch and dinner, and then Sunday lunch. It's on Cullum Drive in Euless, just south of Texas 10. It's one of the biggest food events of the year in between Dallas and Fort Worth. So that's the Mid-Cities Greek Food Fest.
1: And then uh, two openings I know of this week. Uh, Lazy Dog Restaurant and Bar is opening its Arlington location in the Highlands um, on Wednesday. Went to a preview there on Friday. Um, one thing about Lazy Dog is it's it's known for its dog-friendly patios. This patio currently uh, is not covered, and it faces I-20. They say they're working on this. It's actually in a converted men's warehouse, so they're... Working with some repurposed location, but they, they want to insulate it from the I-20 traffic. There's another lazy dog in uh, Glade Parks in Euless, which does have a covered patio, and you don't get the 121 traffic there. And then one of the restaurants I've been watching, I swear for a year, um, uh, Station Patio Ice House in Old Town Keller, I drove by it Saturday and had a sign on the door saying, opens October 15th. It was actually supposed to open last October. Um, <laughs> um it's a uh, another keller nightlife place it looks like it will be similar to um it's got a nice it's, there's a water tower out back it's got a nice looking patio i haven't been inside yet um it has a bears some similarities to bronson rock which mm-hmm. changes name once again bud you're gonna have to remind me because the name it changed to is so generic but they haven't changed their signs yet
2: yeah Porsche,
1: Porsche, Porsche, P O U R C. Another,
0: another name Siri won't get because they won't <laughs> get the. Do not use puns in your restaurant names. Siri won't find
1: it. But the 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 strange thing they they made this change at the beginning of September, and I've driven by several times, and the signs still still say still says Bronson, Bronson. Rock. Um, we we mentioned snooze. We're here. Well, also
0: yeah because speaking of slow germinating restaurants, we heard three years ago the Babes made a deal. With North Richland Hills to open on Loop 820, the now hiring sign is up. the The new Temple of Chicken has been <laughs> built. The giant chicken temple, and and, and it's yeah, it's this mammoth. Uh, it's bigger than the megachurch down the street. It, uh, it's this big restaurant. Wow. If, if you know, uh, if you
1: drive by going um, westbound on 820, the first thing you'll see at that building is a big sign that says Chicken, and then you'll figure out that it's Babes mm-hmm. after that because it's the sign for the chicken is so huge.
0: It's, um, it's, uh, it's at uh, 20 in Roof Snow. It'll be the closest to Fort Worth. It'll have a full Babe's menu, unlike the Roanoke location, which mm-hmm. has a limited menu. But uh, they're now hiring and they expect to open early November.
1: And speaking of Roanoke, another long awaited restaurant, Stacks Biscuit House, expects to open by the end of the month in Roanoke. I believe they might also have an October 24th date like Snooze. Um, But don't quote me on that, but it should
0: be by the end of the month. Okay, well, thank you, Robert Philpott. Producer Steve Wilson, we didn't ask you about food. You didn't. uh,
2: Uh, Well, I'm a big chicken person, so I'm really (laughs) waiting to get get the babes open up. You're going to get
0: the fried or the uh, the, uh, honey, the hickory smoke. That's the big thing at babes. They have that great hickory smoke. Oh, I'm
2: more of a fried, just regular fried chicken. Uh,
0: we could argue about barbecue chicken sometime, but I think that hickory smoked chicken at Babes. And it's might it's be family
1: style. I went to a Babes by myself once, and they, yeah, they were they like, "Are you going to eat all this?" Platter. Yeah, they it's it doesn't matter. If, yep, they brought you the whole family platter. I've got a big appetite, but I can finish everything at that mm-hmm. table.
0: Okay, well, we're we're gearing up for Babes in Northridge Hills and all the new shops in West Seventh, everywhere else. Until next time, I'm Bud Kennedy. I'm Robert Philpot
2: and Steve Wilson.